All right, we have a fun episode of Side Retire, the LB podcast coming at you guys today. We're not doing an instant reaction, and it's just the co-host here. So we've got something fun planned for you. So let's hit the intro music, and we'll get right into this. Hello and welcome to today's edition of Side Retired, the MLB podcast. It's Dylan Campione joined alongside Nico Fernandez, James Tausig, and Henry Kalani. And we've got a fun episode for you guys today. We're going to be doing the top players in Major League Baseball that are 25 and under. We're going to do a snake draft here. Henry is the youngest. We'll go first, followed by James, Nico, and myself. And then we'll snake it around. But basically, the rules are the rules. Seven rounds. One pitcher and one hitter must be drafted by each of us. The player must be 25 or younger on the date that we're recording here on November 8th. We assume this will be out probably a week or so later because it's going to be on a day where no signings are happening and we need to fill an episode with something. So we've got a fun draft for you guys. Thanks and shout out to our main man behind the scenes, David Halpert, for coming up with all the research for all of us here, powering these analytics that we're going to throw at you today. But Henry, if you'd like to kick us off with 1-1 in the draft, the floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much trouble with this one. He's, he is your NL MVP. It's Ronald Acuna Jr. He's been a beast since he came came into the league, had sort of a resurgence here this year. I think you can argue that he is a top three player in the league, if not the best player in the league right now, um, Ronald Acuna Jr. James, the floor is yours. Yeah, I'm going to keep it in the outfield. Uh, I'm going to take uh, my guy, Julio Rodriguez, the J-Rod show, number two overall pick. Um, you know, people were questioning if the contract was going to be worth it. Um, and, I mean, he just balled out in the second half. I think he is unquestionably the second best player that is 25 or under. Uh, he's a 40-40 guy, I think, in the future. Um, he's just that guy. He's going to lead the Seattle team to prominence uh, for a long, long time. Nico is silently clapping no. about this one because Great. Great. I think I know who you're taking, Nico. And oh, you yeah, can say uh, what team he's on. I don't know if he'll still be with them by the time they we release. Yeah, this I don't think he will. But um, thank you, James, because with the third pick, I I gotta take um a future perennial MVP. I mean, he's gonna get one eventually. Probably gonna get more than than J. Rod. Gotta take Juan Soto. I mean, the guy's just. He's walking an 850 OPS every single year. The guy could sleep at the plate and he'll still have an 850 OPS. I mean, he's going to be, eventually he's going to be the best player in baseball. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Again, easy pick right there. All right, I will go with the guy that I think those three, when we entered this draft, those were the guys that we were for sure going to lock down as that one, two, and three. And then I now have these two wraparound picks and one for sure I'm going to use on Fernando Tatis Jr., the former MVP candidate. He had a resurgent year following his uh, suspension in 2022. He had a 5.5 war. He had 25 bombs, OPS of 77 or 770. Basically, Fernando Tatis Jr. in what some people considered a quote unquote down year in 2023 was still one of the top electric players. He was an all star snub. Give me Fernando Tatis Jr. Hopefully, all the stuff off the field is behind him at this point, and I think he can be a really solid pick going forward. With the wraparound pick, I'm going to go with, again, a pretty obvious one, at least in my case, Corbin Carroll, the 2023 National League Rookie of the Year. I can say that pretty confidently. Shout out to my boy Kodai Senga, though. But Corbin Carroll is a good outfielder that's going to be the anchor of this Arizona Diamondbacks team, which is also a good Major League Baseball team, James Tausig. 
Um, I think Corbin Carroll is going to be a perennial all-star. It's going to be tough in that outfield because as we've seen already, we've drafted four nationally outfielders in the first five spots, or at least four nationally outfielders right now. for are to be seen what the Padres do. But I think Corbin Carroll, a great rookie season and deserves this nomination in the five spot. Nico at number six. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wasn't sure about where I was going to go because I wanted to get creative, but uh, I, I got to stay pretty status quo. I'm going to go with the best catcher in the league, Ali Rutschman. I mean, the guy's going to be the centerpiece, the cornerstone of a dynasty. The guy, that team is going to be great for years to come. Just the fact that we're going to see the Yankees and the Red Sox just have to lose constantly to Adley Rushman. Yeah, he's going to be the best catcher in the league for a decade. James. I mean, just an absolutely terrible pick. Um, the fact no. that he still got back to me, uh, I got the best middle infielder under 25, uh, Bobby Witt Jr., 30-30 uh, season this year. Um, I mean, he's only on the way up. Uh, he's got plus, plus speed. He's got plus power. Um you know, people forget about him because he plays in the lousy Kansas City Royals. But Bobby Witt Jr. is that guy. Uh, he can swing it. He can he can defend, uh, and he can certainly run. Um, by far the best middle infielder under the age of twenty five. That was my. I was between those two. It was it was Adlier. It was Adlier Bobby, but I think I'm going to go somewhere else. So I I feel good with Adley with having Henry, the best catcher. Henry, you've got the wrap round here, ending round two and starting round three. Oh yeah. I mean, so for this first one, I'm going to stay with shortstops in the American League. While his glove is known to be a little lacking, Obashed just rakes. Like, and it's and it's nonstop at this point. You can't, he's undeniable. Um, and what was a really weird year for the Blue Jays, he was very consistent. And yeah, like sort of, if you look at his numbers, like, it says enough for why he's being picked this high. So I would go Bobachet. Then for my second one, there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways you could go. I'm I want to get my pitcher out of the way, kind of. And this is a guy who I think that as long as he stays healthy, he may be the most dominant closer in the game of baseball. Even if when Edwin Diaz comes back, I may maybe I'm writing recency, but Joan Duran is like he like watching him on the national stage was incredible to see. I don't really understand how anybody will ever be able to hit them. James. I love that pick, by the way, at the closer. Um, so for me, I'm going to continue to bolster the middle of my infield. Um, I will be taking Gunnar Henderson, uh, star second baseman, third baseman, shortstop, utility player for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, I mean, he got off to a slow start this year, but – I mean, man, did he get hot and lead this Orioles team in the second half. Um, his power is undeniable. Um, his defense is unbelievable. Um, just a fantastic overall player uh, that will be in the middle of that Orioles lineup for years to come. Nico, the floor is yours. Uh, happiest guy got back to me. Um, really, he's very forgotten because, again, Acuna just had the year he had. Um, Michael Harris rakes. I mean, everyone, he was abysmal first month, but – Guy ended up with an 800 OPS after hitting like a buck 20 after the first couple, the first two months. The guy's going to be the mainstay in center field, really going to take the pressure off of Acuna. Again, five tool guy, guy hits for pop, contact speed, gold glove defender. I mean, that that's the guy that I want to have manning center field for years to come. If there's a guy that I want in center, it's Michael Harris. I'm surprised this guy's fallen this far. And maybe it's because we have all the Yankee fans 
and technically a Red Sox fan in the room, I will go with the former MVP runner-up, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. In a down year in 2023, a 117 OPS+. plus. This is still, when he's right, one of the best power hitters in the league. He is just two years removed from a 48 home run season. I know it's a risky play, but it is we're here at the end of round three. I think this is the time for him to go and definitely worth ticking. We've forgotten about a lot of pitchers because I know Henry took the first pitcher in John Duran, and that's a great pick. There's not a lot of starting pitchers out there. So I'm going to use a guy that is my least favorite pitcher in the league. Hate his guts, but he can pitch. Spencer Strider's my guy here to be my starting pitcher. 24-year-old for the Atlanta Braves. Strider's my ace, and I've now locked down my pitcher spot. Love the mustache. Hate that he's on the Braves, but shout out Spencer Strider. There's my ace. Nico, the floor is yours. And I think everyone forgot that Spencer Strider was eligible for this draft. No, I, I didn't really care. I already know what, what guy I'm taking for starting pitching, so that's fine. Uh, geez, where the hell do I go here? I think that the big thing we're noticing is the stars, I'd like to characterize them as, are pretty much gone. Um, yeah. But they're still very It's really just how, how I want to like sell the person I take. Um, oh, okay. I'll go. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with the guy that Again, the reason that the Cardinals should trade and just go to a rebuild because they can get a lot of prospects. Um, for some reason, when the guy was probably the best hitter on their team when they were starting off abysmally, um, they sent down for some reason. So I'm going to take Jordan Walker. I mean, the guy just – he's a mammoth. Guy flight out rakes. Um, again, a lot of pop there. I think that he is when they eventually decide to rebuild because the starting pitching, they're not going to get anywhere with this. I think they eventually have to trade Nato and Goldschmidt. I think he's going to be where they build off of. So that I like him. I like Jordan Walker. James, back to you. So with this pick, I'm going to go a little bit of a different direction. Um, I'm looking at a guy who's only played, I believe, uh, I don't think he's played very many regular season games. I think he's only played five or six. I'm going to take Evan Carter of the Texas Love Rangers. that pick. Um, He's on the year candidate next year. Um, had a tremendous postseason. Um, was even batting cleanup by the end of the World Series. Um, I mean, this kid just has so much star potential in Texas. He's hitting in a loaded lineup. They're going to have to pitch to him. Um, rookie of the year. I mean, he's got to be the favorite heading into next season, uh, Evan Carter. I like it. Henry, you've got the wraparound for end of round four and the beginning of round five. Yeah. Um this this guy didn't play this year. Yeah, hurt. But I had the pleasure in spring training of, and when I say pleasure, I mean pleasure of watching him take batting practice. And I've never seen balls get out of the yard as quickly and go as far as they go off of O'Neill Cruz's bat. I mean, this is like this is the ultimate upside pick, right? Because we've seen him have some struggles. Um, very similar to another guy on this list who I'm assuming will probably be taken at some point. He's a lanky shortstop who hits the ball a mile. And I, 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 when I say I've never seen anything like it, I've never seen anything like it. And this next guy is actually teammates with Evan Carter. And, I mean, he's shown that he has the pop. He just has to get, get the strikeouts under control. And he's pretty much the ultimate defensive third baseman, as we saw in the playoffs this year. Josh Jones, he's 
he's a great all-around player. If he can just cut down on the strikeouts a little bit, he will be a top three third baseman in the American League for years to come. James. Yeah, I'm glad it wrapped back around to me and I'm able to secure this catcher. Uh, I'm going to be taking William Contreras. Um, you know, an interesting trade this offseason from the Braves to the Brewers. People were asking why. Um, the Brewers seem to have this magical catching lab where they can take these guys that rake and are terrible defenders and turn them into league average or above league average defenders. And that's exactly what we saw from Contreras this year. Um, he was a, a top framer, a good blocker. Um, and, you know, he's able to keep that Brewers pitching staff under control, uh, and he continued to produce the plate. So uh, William Contreras uh, and his 850 OPS are my next pick. Nico, the floor is yours. And I might add, I think I know who your starting pitcher is that you really want to take, and he might be my next pick if you don't take him here. No, I think I'll be fine. <clears throat> I think I'll be fine. Uh, I think he's fallen long enough. Um, Henry alluded to him. Um, I, I got to take Ellie here. I mean, the, the ceiling's too high on him. I mean, again, everything that he said about O'Neill Cruz, you can do the same with Ellie De La Cruz. I mean, the, the guy burst onto the scene for the first couple of weeks when he was there. Yeah, slowed down at the end. But again, rookies have their hiccups. I'm very confident that Ellie De La Cruz, if he hits his ceiling, again, has top shortstop in the league potential. I'll take the ceiling of Ellie De La Cruz. I'll take the talent. Give me Ellie. All right. I will. I'll be a nice person. I already have my pitcher, so I'm not going to go there, Nico. But oh, go to your pitcher. No, I already have my pitcher. I picked Spencer Strider. But instead, I'll continue the shortstop theme, and I'm going to go with the guy that has won his first American League Gold Glove this year. He is going to be the pride of the pinstripes years going forward, and that is the future captain of the New York Yankees, Anthony Volpe. I think the speed, the defense, everything combined, he had 20 homers in a rookie season that people are heavily scrutinizing. He had 20 stolen bases. He is a good baseball player. He's only going to get better as the years go on. So give me Anthony Volpe here as my first pick in the wraparound. And then for my second pick, here comes the little bit of a homer take. And I am going to take the catcher that has the potential to be one of the best offensive catchers in baseball for the next decade, Francisco Alvarez. You guys knew this pick was coming. Almost set the rookie record for most home runs by a catcher in his rookie season. I think he did set the record for most by someone aged 21 or younger. The raw power is there. All the pitchers are saying they love throwing to Francisco Alvarez, so I really think his defensive game is growing as well. Give me the New York duo, Volpe and Francisco Alvarez here to wrap around rounds five and to begin off round six. And James just threw out an idea. Let's do a nine-man team. Let's do it, James. This is going by quick enough. So we'll go with nine teams. I got to I gotta look at my – I got to see my roster now. I got to see how we – Well, you don't have to pick one per position. No, we're just okay. going nine. Yes, we're just going nine. Okay, we'll now. go nine. I like nine. I like yes. nine. Okay. All right, Nico, you – I'm very thankful this guy six, got back right? I'm very thankful my guy got back to me because – and again, I feel like I say this every single time I talk about this person. Mm-hmm. Uh the twins just need to put this guy in a bubble and make sure that he stays healthy because as long as he is on the field, Royce Lewis rakes. I mean, it's just that simple. The guy last year was played a couple games raked here. Uh, this year got hurt, got back raked was in the playoffs was the best hitter on the twins. I mean, it's that simple. Whenever Royce Lewis is on the field and he has his two legs functioning, the guy tears the cover off the ball. So again, again on the podcast, Get a bubble for him so he can run the bases like in the soccer thing. <laughs> Keep him safe. 
That's all I need. Because as long as he's on the field, Royce Lewis is arguably the, one of the best hitters in baseball. James, up to you. Yeah, I mean, a very slept-on emergence this past season. Um, plays on a, a smaller market team, so no one really knows about him. Spencer Torkelson hit 30 homers this year, uh, almost drove in 100 RBIs. I have a hole over there at first base on my team. I'm going to draft eight position players uh, and a pitcher to make a, an entire roster. Um, but, yeah, Spencer Tor- Torkelson's an absolute dog. Um, a 760 OPS season, yes. But if you look at his rookie year where it was only 604, a uh, 160-point jump is ginormous. Uh, and I, I could see him making another 80 to 90-point jump uh, next season. Henry, you've got the next two. Yeah, I really wanted um, – I wanted Torque. He he had probably the the most slept on almost a hundred RBI season in a long time, um, but for the first for my first pick here, I'm going to go with Yuri Perez. If he hadn't gotten sent down to the minors, he probably would have been like honestly, I would say that he would have been in contention for um for NL Cy Young. He like if he hadn't gotten, and I understand that he's a that he's a um that he's a rookie, but he was an absolute dog for when he was on the mound. It was it was a great call up by the Marlins and he's an absolute stud. And for my second one, I think I'm gonna go Gabby Moreno. He's a he's a stud young catcher and he and he mashes and he's he's got an absolute cannon. We saw it in the in the playoffs this, this year. He has an absolute cannon. He's great behind the dish. And he's he seems to be much more complete than I think the Blue Jays thought when they traded him for Dalton Marshall. I like it. James, back to you. All right, so I'm making a little roster manipulation here. Um, Witt will play short. Henderson will play second. Torkelson will play third. Torkelson can play third. He did so in He's the only one. James, just for not doing positions. James, I'll pay all the money in the world to not do this pick. No, you don't know who it is. And I'm taking a catcher and putting him at first base. Oh, wait, happen? wait. Actually, actually, wait. Actually, wait. I'm not going to do that. I have someone else <laughs> I want to take. I have someone else I want to take. Um, Tristan Casas. Oh, uh, I believe he's under the age. He fits the requirement <laughs> of this podcast. Tristan Casas. Um, I mean, just an absolute beast. Casas is going to play in the outfield for me. Casas can do that. Uh Casas will be in. Casas will be in left. Who lives in center? Evan Carter's in right. Casas will be in left field. Uh, we're playing in Yankee Stadium, so he didn't have much ground to cover. Um, but Casas will be in left. Casas had an absolutely monster season, um, proving the haters and the doubters wrong. Uh, I think we could see an even bigger breakout year next year. Uh, he's definitely a forty home run. Uh, Casas in left field. James also still doesn't have a pitcher on his team, but he's strategizing who should play left field. Nico. <laughs> he threw a first baseman there. <laughs> Nico, you could you can pick your guy and it doesn't have to be a positional need. I am beside myself. <laughs> I don't even care about this draft anymore. <laughs> I've already said fuck three times. Who the fuck do I take? I guess we could keep the E on this episode if we really want to. Yeah, yeah, keep the fucking E. Keep the fucking E. 
if he didn't say anything, I was gonna take somebody else. <laughs> oh my god, fuck. Um, that's great. Um, you know what? You know, ugh, screw this draft. Um, I'll take Matt McLean. I'll take the guy. You know, everyone talked about Ali De La Cruz having a great year. Um, Matt McLean had a better one. Um, he he absolutely raked. He was kind of very. He wasn't very much talked about because again you had to start the stardom of Ellie just kind of taking the show. But um yeah Matt McLean. Fuck <laughs> you're just making my job so easy tonight editing this episode. He's but... not just don't edit it. Just don't edit. It's raw. It's unfiltered. <laughs> unfiltered Nico for the first time here. But to wrap up round seven, I'm gonna go with a second pitcher, even though I know we don't have to, but I really think this guy, when we look back on this draft maybe five years from now, He's won a Cy Young Award. And that is a guy that has not thrown a pitch in the major leagues yet. But he is not a prospect yet. Yoshinobu Yamamoto is my next pick. Damn it. I thought I was going to get him in the ninth. That is my pick. The draft's done. When when he is rocking the orange and blue alongside Kodai Senga. No, I'm vetoing him. No, you said said only people that have played in the MLB. Uh-uh, that's true. Everyone no, was no, no, that. no, 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 no. If we, can't, if we can't, Jackson Holiday and Yoshinobu Yamamoto will both Are be both playing in the MLB nope. next year. Not, not, not nope. an MLB player, Dylan. Nope, can't take it. Can't <laughs> so take are we it. not doing Yoshinobu? Nope. nope, we can't take him. Can't take, can't him. take him. Because I didn't get to pick him, mainly. But no. I'm the only one who is not thinking. Everybody's like, that's what I was going to do. I was not going to do that. That was not on my radar. Dude, no, I had that locked for the ninth. Locked. That was not what I was was thinking. I was going to be like, it's the ninth pick. No one's going to care. So, Nico and I have been messaging for the last 10 minutes about Nico had a secret starting pitcher up his sleeve. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, we're saying I can't. So, I can't take Yamamoto? Are we? we... Fine. You don't want to. you, You can take Yamamoto. I have my next two picks. Take Yamamoto. That's right. fine. I will I will take Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And then Henry, as a result of being the one that initially called me out saying we shouldn't do that, I will take the center fielder of the future that might win an MVP at some point and eventually be the top center fielder in the American League. And that is Jason Dominguez. He's going to come job. back from Tommy John. Great pick. It's a great and pick. And he's solid in the future. Well, now this, this draft's falling apart. And I'm Nico, just you're up. falling apart. Uh, I'm going to take, again, um, I've said all this about people being – ceiling being best shortstops um this guy will be the best shortstop because everyone could hit their ceiling this guy's better than all of them give me jackson holiday and now see what you've done, now... you done dylan now the draft has fallen apart james you're up um with my pick i'm going to take a starting pitcher that nico also really loves no um this guy's name is brian bayo uh brian <laughs> Under the age of 25, he had a he had a really good year this year. The numbers don't really show it, but if you watched him pitch, his stuff was absolutely electric. I did watch him pitch. His stuff was phenomenal. This actually isn't even a hate pick. I was gonna take him anyway after if someone took Yamamoto. I Um, so wanted to take Yamamoto. And and I knew I knew if Nico didn't pick him here, I was gonna have a steal. So I had to go for it this round. Um 
so yeah, I mean Brian Bayo, um, he's he's a monster pitcher. I, I really do see the comparisons to Pedro. The changeup's gross. Uh, the fastball's electric. He, is, bro. Um, he worked it with him in the offseason. <laughs> and he's been walking with him in the offseason. So need I say more? Oh, I love it. But Henry, unfortunately, you got the wrap round of eight, and then your last pick of the draft. So I can't believe he's fallen this far, and he's sort of gotten hated on as of late because he talks way too much. But Jazz Chisholm's kind of a dog. And I and yeah, he's not healthy, but we're just shafting Nico. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's athletic, he's fun, he has pop. Like that's a great pick. Great pick. So it's, it's <laughs> easily and easily the worst my, pick in the entire draft. Not even great, close. It's a great pick, Henry. It's phenomenal. For my last pick really like since Charles since, 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 since we're all <laughs> since we're all taking at least one guy who hasn't played an MLB game. Um, if you ask my girlfriend, I don't know who his girlfriend is. Paul Skeens. <laughs> Nico still does uh, not have a starting Paul, pitcher. <laughs> Paul Skeens is gross. And um, according to me, if with a gun to my head, I have no idea who he's dating. <laughs> James, your last pick. Um, it's falling apart for Nico. This is an absolute steal. The Steel coming to play the first base position. Oh, uh, for me is Giner <laughs> Diaz of the Houston Astros. Giner <laughs> Diaz. Giner <laughs> Diaz. Giner Diaz. Diaz had an absolutely monster season. Um, a much better season than Francisco Alvarez. No one even knows that because he he played in like half the games out. Uh, Alvarez did. He hit 283, 23 home runs. Was in the top two percentile in MLB catcher catchers uh, uh, in throwing arm strength and accuracy. Um, this dude's going to be an absolute beast behind the plate for Houston in the upcoming future. But for my team, he will slot in and play an excellent first base. Nico, we've reached the point that you need to pick yeah. a pitcher. Perfect. So I can I can go on my rant about how this guy. Um... Andy Painter, you can clip this for whatever for the pod. Um... Andy Painter is the top prospect in the Phillies organization. Um, he he will win a Cy Young before anyone on this list, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Before before Yamamoto, before Strider, before everyone. Before Bello. Peter gets healthy and gets called up. That's why they're gonna let Nolan Nola go. They're gonna let Nola before, go. Before before Bello though. Before Brian Bello. It's gonna be tough, but I think he's no. They're gonna win it the same year. <laughs> So, um, Andy Painter, um, if he didn't get hurt this year, he would be ahead of Paul Skeens in the prospect list. The only reason, because he was going to shove this year again, and he was going to get called up, and he would have been the reason that the Phillies won the World Series. But, unfortunately, he got TJ. Um, get healthy, Painter, because you're going to help this team. You're going to help this team win the draft. I, I'm going to be honest. After the shit show that's gone on in the last two rounds, I kind of need you to win a Cy Young to salvage this. <laughs> I like it. And I will, to round up the draft, I'll first say a couple of names I considered, slash if you guys want to throw in others as well, because I'm going to go off the board from David's list on my final pick. But Bobby Miller, the Dodgers, going to be a stud in the future. Andres Jimenez has already made an all-star game. He's going to be pretty solid. Emmanuel Classe, arguably the best reliever in baseball, going to be really good. Tanner Bybee is a AL Rookie of the Year finalist. Hunter Green throws 103 miles an hour. Hunter Brown could be the next Justin Verlander. Riley Green is solid. Ronnie Mauricio is solid. Christopher Morell is solid. These are all... Melendez. Hmm? MJ, MJ Melendez. Melendez, of course. Shout out. 
Patrick Bailey could be the future Buster Posey in the Giants organization. But the thing with all these guys is they haven't proven success in the majors just yet. And there's one guy to round up this draft that um, we're going to throw some numbers at you guys. 196 innings. Pretty good, right? So that's a solid track record. How about a 2.24 ERA? We dig those numbers, right? How about, you know, a 16 and 7 record? I know wins don't mean everything, but that means he's a pretty solid pitcher. Is this Adam Wainwright? Adam how how would how would Adam Wainwright be under twenty? He's retired. <laughs> um, unfortunately, those are his twenty twenty two numbers. Guys, it's Miguel Cabrera. No, it's Alec Manoa, and we're banking on oh, a massive God. bounce back season from Alec Manoa, the former Terrible. Cy Young finalist. Ruin the draft. Ruin the, you ruined your draft. Just Cy choose Young. Wander Franco. <laughs> Take him. Now nah, we got at it. <laughs> I totally forgot I would have picked him. Um, But I think Alec Manoa, especially in this last pick, where, again, I shouted out a bunch of really solid players, but Manoa has proven success in the major leagues previously in his career. Notice how I mentioned the 2022 numbers, not 2023. Why don't we say the 2023 numbers so that people... That's a 3-9 record, 6 ERA, and a trip to the minor league complex league, but... When did he make his last start again? What when did he last run? If he didn't, like if, if he didn't like pull the shenanigans and like quitting on the team, that honestly wouldn't be a terrible pick because you could make it seem like okay, well he's he's got to get in better shape, but he's got he's got like a whole off season to do it. The fact that he just quit and never reported to AAA is so concerning with how much he actually wants it. I can make an argument that Alec Manoa does not pitch again for yeah. He's like, like, I, I agree. I think he needs a change of scenery this offseason. Whether it's a, I don't definitely, know he, he, definitely in like Toronto. I don't know if he's an arbitration eligible or if he's a non-tender candidate, but I think ship him off somewhere. Some team in the Midwest with not a lot of. He publicity. doesn't make another Roger Center. Um, get ready, to, get ready to learn Japanese, buddy. KBO's calling. <laughs> And on that fun note, we, we really hope you enjoyed this type of episode because throughout the offseason, we'll be bringing you a couple more of these craft styles. Of course, let us know. You can find us on the different social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Basically, um, you guys can let us know who you think won this draft if you also love this format as well. As the offseason is a nice long four months ahead of us. We could use a couple other topics for these drafts so again instagram dms twitter dms are always open for suggestions and who knows if you come up with a great suggestion maybe you'll be on the podcast drafting with us but for dylan james nico and henry we'll be back later in the week and the side is retired